the World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, three. Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself. Which means, uh, he's got to beat the game, uh, in the middle of the ring, uh, and he has a $2 s- for a wife, uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! Oh, wow. So make no mistake about it, this is an official declaration of war. This is what you call... A paradigm shift. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. Live here on our Facebook page. It is Thursday. It is August the 6th, 2020. We are the still the podcast of the millennium. Tonight, we have tons to talk about, including we're all elite polarizing topics and the best belt ever. But first, make sure you go over to our uh, website, threecountthursday.com. There you will find everything Three Count related, our uh, social media links, our YouTube channel, and much, much more. Again, threecountthursday.com, always the number three. You can uh, find our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. Maneuver. Thank you, Tim. You can find our Patreon page. We also uh, have our home network, NGSC Sports at NGSC Sports. Dot com. We also stream daily at LeapSports.com. Ryan, that would be L-E-E-I-B-Sports.com. Thank you. And uh, make sure you subscribe to us on all of our podcast feeds. Uh, if you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a rate and a review. We'd appreciate that uh, as well. So, yeah, we're uh, we're back. Ryan back from vacation. Good to see your uh, your beautiful masked face. Uh, this week, so Ryan, how you doing, Jim? I am pissed. Hold on, Jim. I am pissed. You're pissed. I just got back from the Walmart, and they don't have a damn AEW figure in stock. <laughs> I know it, it's horrible, isn't it? Horrible, absolutely I'm just, horrible. I'm just so pissed. pissed, so pissed. You know, it's it it, it is that, that's a tough life, Ryan. Um, but I hope we can uh, we can help you get through it. Here on the on the show this week, Matt. How you doing? I'm doing well. I have a friend who works at Walmart, and he was able to reserve some of those AEW figures for me. No! Oh no, <laughs> Matt, you're coming up, Matt. Man, that's uh, that that's tough. That is uh, that's real tough, Matt. Or I mean, for, for tough for Ryan. Good for you. And uh, now, Ryan, you know you could just order them. You could order them online, right? You know that. 
You know what? It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the hunt. <laughs> uh, and Tim. How you doing? You know, you mentioned you put on the Facebook page of all the LJN figures, uh, whether or not people need that, uh, people have them. And I'd just like everyone to know that if you do actually have your LJN figures, I know a guy that'll buy them from you. Oh, oh, you know a guy, you know a guy who's interested in that sort of thing. Probably, and he'll probably try to sell them for three and a half times the price and, and then just be stuck with your LJNs as opposed to... Well, but I mean, if he says he wants them, why would he just turn around and sell them? That I don't... Be, be, well... That feels a little odd. You know, in these uncertain times, mm. uh, the economy is driven more than just by dollars and cents. Mm. It's also driven by weirdly shaped plastic men and women. Okay. Kind of kinky, but whatever. Mm-hmm. If you are uh, if you are following along in the live video, please give us a like. Please give us a share. We'd appreciate that. Get as many people uh, in here as possible. Devin in with us. Charlie, Scotty, uh, Christopher, Richard, Rob Noxious in here as well. Yeah, twenty twenty definitely definitely real weird. That's something. No matter no matter what, I think we can all we can all agree on that uh, for sure. Um, Hi, Rob Noxious. So we uh, we have a few items here for the uh, for the recurring segment, On this day. Uh, including two birthdays. Dino Bravo, the late Dino Bravo, born uh, in 1949, and Tony Nice was born uh, on 19 in uh, 1985 uh, today. Uh, also. On this day. 1994, Chris Candido and Brian Lee defeated the Rock and Roll Express for the Smoky Mountain Tag Team titles in Johnson City, Tennessee, ending Ricky Morton and Robert Gidson's eighth title reign after only a day. Candido and Lee had lost the belts the day before uh, in Knoxville. Uh, Also, 2007, WWE released Aaron Stevens and KC James. Stevens, of course, returned to the company later. Um, as Damian Sandow, only to once again be released. Uh, also, on this day. 2018, TNA announced the following update on their new television production facility in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, they're in the fi- they were in the final stage of a plan that was three years in the making. The massive TNA TV production facility should be completed in the coming weeks, housing all of TNA Wrestling's pre and post production, including Impact, Explosion. International programming, DVDs, TNA Today, on-air graphics, and commercials, as well as audio and video studios. TNA will also have uh, one of the largest high-definition facilities in Nashville, Tennessee, as they prepare for the future of broadcast television. The high-def wing will house four Avid Symphony Nitrous DX Edit suites, uh, while one Final Cut Pro HD suite will house TNA Home Video. Um, they are no longer in that facility. Uh, and then finally... On this day. 2003, WWE issued the following press release. WWE Studios and Lionsgate to partner on next installment of See No Evil with Kane and Sasuke Sisters. Um, Lionsgate announced today the production of See No Evil 2, the follow-up to the duo's 2006 horror release, See No Evil, is scheduled to start in the fall of 2013. WWE superstar Kane, a dominant force within WWE, is set to reprise his lead role uh, as as reclusive madman Jacob Goodnight. Fanboy favorites and identical twin directors of horror, the Soska sisters, 
uh, are set to helm the film. See No Evil 2 was penned by co-writers uh, Nathan Brooks and Bobby Lee Darby. That was for August the 6th. Uh, Matt, did you did you see both of those? I assume you saw both of those. I did see both of those. Uh, are they any were they any good? You know, um, no. Um, so <laughs> I do remember, um, like when I I watched See No Evil when it came out, and then when See No Evil Two came out, I was like, I think I remember enjoying the first one, so I rewatched that leading up to See No Evil Two, uh, and it did not hold up for whatever reason. And then See No Evil Two was just not at all. Thing sucks. Um, <laughs> on the lower end of like the WWE Lionsgate production, just just so. not not very good. Um, Ryan, are you are you searching for the See No Evil DVDs down there, or what are we doing? What? Um, boy, do I, I might even have that. I might have that. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me uh, if you did back there. Um, you know, I did buy the entire Marine collection. Um, on digital like a week ago no like a week before the pandemic started um or a week into it thinking like i'll have time to knock these out and just have not had the motivation to watch four five or six i made it through the first three um and i've seen four before but i just by the not just not just not I good. The big show show, and I haven't made it. <laughs> Speaking of things that suck, I, I'm I still haven't gotten started. Episode. Uh, I, <laughs> I still haven't said, started. Things that suck. I just I wasn't sure. Yeah, there you go. That's I, I I've never seen that. Um, and no, I, I haven't either. <laughs> you just have the DVD. Um, I have, I have this. This was uh, I think a WWE one. Is that the one with John right. Cena? This is not a WWE one. I don't think it's produced by him. It has John Cena in it. This one was, right? This is a WWE one. This one was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw saw that in the theaters. I'm a legendary. This was apparently a WWE movie. Never saw it. (laughs) Uh, This was, I think, a WWE movie. Sure was. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, I feel like... This one's even fucking worse. (laughs) Didn't you get us those for Christmas? Yeah, I sure did. I found them at the Dollar Tree. Awesome. Awesome. Um any other any other crappy DVDs back there? Uh Scotty says if you watched Up Up Down Down, Tyler Breeze said Miz is in the sequel of Ceno Evil. It's called Ceno Talent. Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna use that joke. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. I was gonna I was gonna cite Tyler Breeze. Okay. But, what did uh, you say with uh, other crappy DVDs? Yeah. Yeah, any other ones? Rudy somewhere up here. Oh, See that's kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that gets you muted, Ryan. And I know you can. And, and let's see if Ryan, let's see if Ryan can figure out how to unmute himself this week. Um, welcome. Hey, there he is. Time. It's in the corner. <laughs> I'm not good at what I do. I'm a mess. <laughs> Who the hell is this? Um. All right. Let's. Uh, what was that one for? I meant to hit the one next to it, I think. Yeah, I meant to hit this what one. What the hell is even that? That okay. one that one was for Ryan and I and I hit the wrong goddamn button. I was gonna say you that, my favorite. 
wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one's for later. That one's for later when we talk about AEW. Um, so yeah, so we're we're flying perfect uh, through perfect skies so far here tonight, just as we always do on Three Count Thursday. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna turn the uh, turn the reins over to Tim because again, this is uh, this is uh, Tim. Oh, well, what are we drinking tonight, Matt? This is a zombie dust from Three Floyds. Tim, do I, and Tim, do I see marinara sauce down there? No, that's uh, buffalo sauce. I got a, I had a very heavy lunch, so dinner is a uh, is adult chicken nuggets. Ah, I'm gonna eat. God damn it. Um, so let's uh, let's go to Tim. Well, what did you have for dinner, Jim? If we're gonna talk about dinner, uh, I had uh, rotisserie chicken from uh, from the local grocery store Stauffer's. It was delicious. Stauffer's at Kissel. Yeah, that's the one. Um, and some uh, macaroni salad and some potato chips. How about uh, how about I you, know, Ryan? This is gonna sound like a Homer comment, but Stauffer's has a Philadelphia style macaroni salad, which is absolutely delicious. I, I don't know if it, I, I actually don't it, know if I've ever had no that mustard, one. Get all that mustard Amish garbage out of there. It's like straight mayonnaise and like. Philadelphia stuff. It's it's delicious. It'll clog your arteries. You'll love it. Oh, actually, that sounds pretty tasty. Um, I also have questions after Tim. Okay, Tim, we'll go. I have a request. Yeah, we'll go to you. Can we finally get rid of Scotty? He just said that the office and Chick Fil A are both trash. I have a motion to send him to the Boo Box. Oh, yeah, five minutes for blasphemy. Yeah, that's 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 bad form there. Publicly shame him. We have we follow. He follows Perfect. us on Twitter. Just send yeah. him the poop emoji and let him know what you feel about. I'm that... him on the Chick Fil A thing. Oh, I love me. Some I don't Chick-fil-A. think Chick Fil A's great chicken. It's, it's consistent, and their fries are the worst. 100%. The fries are the best. For no. the fries are never crispy. Oh. Fries are supposed to be. They're crispy. waffle fries. You can They're get waffle fries crispy. It's like they take the thing of waffle fries and like dump water on it and then put it in the bag. Bingo, Matt's right. My chair sank. Oh, but twisting <laughs> around. The condiment game at Chick Fil A is top notch. I will say that. Let's see, well, Has man, anybody gonna... tried the? Uh, oh, oh, the uh, the Popeyes chicken sandwich. I've n- overrated. I, ha- I have not had it. I mean, I dominantly like Popeyes. I think their chicken is tasty. I've not tried their chicken sandwich. It tastes if you if you've had their chicken, you've had their chicken sandwich. Okay, t- that's fine. Like piece, it tastes like a piece of boneless fried chicken on uh, a sandwich. I have not had. I haven't had fast food since the since the world lockdown. It looks like it, Jim. You're looking very slender. Um, I mean, I'm down. I'm down twenty three. I'm okay, down twenty three. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I figured we That's were where I found it. Got it. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, haven't haven't uh, haven't had any fast food since then. Um let's see, Nikki's joining us. How's it going, Nikki? Scotty says you him him versus Tim in Raw Underground. Um, by my size alone I win that. Dead. I think he was a Marine or something though. You're in some sort of Air Force or some shit. Navy he was in the chair Navy, force. Maybe? No, I think he was. Navy? I think he was a legit Navy. Which if he was, if he was over six foot tall, he's in the Coast Guard. Because which, if he's under, he's drowning in the puddles. Which, which now that we named all the other ones, it means he was probably in the Army. Um, 
And uh, oh, no. and Devin says he agrees with Matt and Ryan. I assume that the that the chicken is just meh. Uh, no, the fries are shit, which take the chicken down. Yeah, I think the chicken's really good. My Scotty was in the Navy. My problem, yeah, my problem is more with the fries because now it, 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 very seldomly have I gotten them crispy, and they are delicious. I would, mo- I would wash them in the blood of the lamb. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. I would wow. be beating up Alexa Bliss without her wig. Wow. I love wow. you, Scotty. Jeez, I I don't. Raw Underground is a work. It's all a work. So you could win. I don't mind doing the honors. I, I figured I was just gonna hit that button until we settled. Uh, Lou says hello. Um, yeah, yeah. Lou Lou was on the hunt for some uh, for some take home Grotto pizza kits for me, and Ryan was on the hunt for some sauce. Both came up empty. Apparently, those aren't things anymore. So I'm just going to do they do sell par baked and like frozen. They will make a frozen pizza, but it's not the take home kit and the par baked one. I just don't know if it's going to survive a three hour ride. Uh, I don't know. Next time you're down there, do that for me because you keep your car very cold. So that's true. It actually might be okay. Set it on the passenger seat and uh, don't turn the seat heater on and we should be okay. (laughs) Your nipples will perk up in my car. That that is a hashtag fact. Threaten me with a good time. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. Mike. <laughs> Ice cold. Okay. Oh my. Now uh, we are, of course, in the midst of our uh, greatest entrance theme ever tournament. So I'm gonna gonna turn it over to Tim here uh, because, of course, this is uh, this is his baby, and we are in the all elite eight round. And uh, Tim, where are we <laughs> fucking Ryan in his chronic. Uh, yes um no we cannot i think they're done forever um as they should be um but also uh breaking news don't know if you paid attention also gone forever is one of our number one seat our top seeds in a in a region uh if you had randy orton's voices being the first one eliminated out of our top four you won the kitty. Yeah. Yeah, that was the uh, first one. In shocking fashion, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's The Rising Sun defeats Wild. Voices. Um and and also other and also other news, it's kind of weird. Um Cult of Personality's gone too. Yeah, that that whole St. Louis region just <laughs> What the hell? What the hell happened down there? Upset city. Yeah, it was it, that that one. That one's craziness. It is absolutely craziness. There's uh there's pandemonium in the streets. Uh, dogs sleeping with cats. It's just everything's going crazy. Uh, but that means your St. Louis regional final heading into the final four is Shinsuke Nakamura's The Rising Sun versus Sexy Boy. The Shawn Michaels theme. How uh, how did how did HBK's theme get this far? Well, people kept voting for it, Jim. Like ah. how this works. Oh, is that really? People vote. You, and we're, then, we're allowed to vote on this thing? Yeah, every every week there's an open poll. This what? week it's uh tinyurl.com slash three C T all elite eight. 
And that would be the number eight. Always the number. Always numbers. Ridiculous. Um, that was for that was for the HBK getting this far. I still can't. Hey man, I still I can't I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Want what the hearts want? I get. Uh, carrying on. Uh, the Venice Beach Regional. Uh, Hulk Hogan still uh, running wild in that in that uh, division. Uh, but Hulk Hogan is going to have the toughest test of the entire tournament as Hulk Hogan faces himself <laughs> and the rest of the New World Order. Um, on the other side of the bracket, the Victoria Regional. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Uh, was one vote away from facing Mr. McMahon. However, in the All Elite Eight, he will be facing Ric Flair. And uh, the classic theme that you associate with him. And of course, our overall number one seed, Metalingus, is taking on fellow Canadian Chris Jericho and Judas. So, boys, a little bit of the bubbly. My question is, which of these will be the biggest landslide victory? Biggest differential of votes. So it's you said it's it's Nakamura versus HBK. Correct. Metalingus versus Judas. Correct. Ric Flair versus Stone Cold. Correct. And Hulk Hogan versus the NWO. Correct. I'm not even. I'm not going anywhere near St. Louis because I don't know what the fuck is going on down there. Um, I'm gonna say Austin over Flair is gonna be the is gonna be the biggest landslide. That makes sense. That makes sense, Ryan. I I have got to think that the Rick Derringer hit Real American is going to roll over the NWL, and I think it's because we have built a fan base built off of WWE and WWF fandom, and I think that will give enough of an edge to real American Hulk Hogan and knock off NWO Hogan. Mm. Matt? Um, I'm going to say that the run that it's on, I, I'm going to think that Sexy Boy wins in a landslide. <laughs> over the rising sun just because it seems like it it's got the votes for whatever reason it, the the juice it's got the juice and i mean let's be honest if if if, if there's going to be any any sort of craziness um that upending in a landslide the one that knocked out randy orton would be very 2020 of this bracket if we're if we're being uh if we're being honest about it um Let's see here. Uh, yeah, Scotty says HBK, HBK's theme uh, isn't that good. We agree. Um, Charlie says it's that dang Jimmy Hart. Um, Lou says NWO versus Real American Toughest Choice so far. Um, Scotty says Austin defeating Flair will be the will be the will be the ones. Charlie has Real American. Um, Devin has Metalingus as the one that's uh, that's going to. Now, conversely, which upset would be the most shocking to you? Um, 
probably I think I think Metalingus going down would be you know given the recency bias of Edge's return and just the banger of a theme that it is. I think that one going down to me would be the biggest. Ryan, you don't look so sure. Yeah, man, my gut was that too. But if you're if we're talking recent, how much more recent do we have to have than Judas? I mean, we we hear it almost every Wednesday night, and that song is equally banger ish than as as Metalingus. It really is. Judas is a it's a it's a good song. Um, it's a Devin has some like to call it is the one that uh... it's it is. Dan Seals called it a bop once. Um, personally, for me, I think if Ric Flair finds a way to beat Stone Cold Steve Austin, that is going to be the biggest upset of the tournament. Yeah, I agree. I could see it. Charlie, Charlie agrees with that one. Uh, with that one as well. Um, but yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I think I think in the top half of the bracket. As as we look at it presented, I think the number one seeds are going to get through. Um, I feel like Real American could be in some jeopardy with with the NWO. I feel like the NWO is going to bring some heat on that one. So I think that one's probably going to be pretty close this week. Um, and again, I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm scared to go near St. Louis. To yeah, that St. Region. Louis is a bad place. A bad place this time of year. <laughs> uh, you know, not down. Not... Down is up. Left is right. <laughs> yes. Randy you know. Orton's getting beat by Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. So again, the the, the URL is what Tim. Uh, tinyurl.com slash three C T all elite eight. The number eight. Always the numbers, never the words. I'm going to throw that here in the uh, in the chat. So if, if people have not uh, voted yet, please make sure to uh, check that out. The voting is open until uh, midnight Saturday or tomorrow night uh, when Friday turns into Saturday, and uh, you know, and the carriage turns back into a pumpkin and all of that sort of thing. Uh, the voting will close. We will unveil the final four matchups. Of course, Monday night during Raw, as we have been. Um, so yeah, it's uh, you know it's been fun. Uh, this whole bracket's been fun to see what's gotten this far, and I'm 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 curious to see what uh, what comes out on top. I know I voted uh, on Monday night, so so we got that. All right, we did uh, we did have a the three count question of the week. Uh, this week, and we've been doing uh, these Mount Rushmores. Uh, we did like you know the men's, we did the women's, and um, you know obviously like championship belts have been uh, kind of on the uh, the topic as of late with the new U.S. title and uh, the the TNT Championship, and how can they not get that one done when you know I think TNA had a whole new fleet of belts, or excuse me, Impact had a whole new fleet of belts done. Uh, here during the pandemic because they, you know, couldn't get their title back from the old champion, but whatever it is, what it is. Um, so I, you know, I thought let's do a, uh, let's do a Mount Rushmore of championship belt designs because, uh, I'm a pretty big belt mark and I know like Ryan, you got a couple of belts there somewhere in the abyss that is your, uh, that is your humble abode. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let uh, you know. I, I thought that uh, this would be a, this would be a fun little 
uh, question of the week. We did have a couple of responses. If you're in the live video, throw us your top four. Throw us your top four championship belt designs of all time. Uh, make sure you give the video a share. We'd appreciate that. Um, I'll kick it off with mine, and it's uh, it's very 90s WWF heavy, um, starting with the Winged Eagle uh, is my number one. Uh, the tag team titles uh, of the 90s with the block lettering, uh, number two. The classic WWF uh, Intercontinental title uh, is number three. So that that covers all of the nine, you know, the early '90s titles, and actually, my number four is the first version of the uh, undisputed championship, which is the the, the smaller of the uh, of the plates, actually. And Triple H and Hogan, and I think Taker held that one uh, before Brock won it, and they looked and went, "This nine-inch plate on this large man looks very strange," and had to make a bigger one. Um, so yeah, Winged Eagle. 90s tags, uh, 90s Intercontinental, and the version one of the uh, of the undisputed championship is my is my number four. Uh, who wants to go next? I can go. Go ahead, Ryan. Since you twisted my arm, mm. that's what I was rooting for. I was looking for my uh, my belts, and then I actually came across. Some of the old toy ones that I have. Oh, there you go. The old uh, plastic. You don't have those. Eagle. You don't have those staple gun to your wall there in the office. And then there's this one. No, that's going to be next. I'm stapling <laughs> them tonight. And then we got this guy. And then I found this one at a yard sale. That uh, is the, the WWE spinner one. That oh, that is spins around. that is just awful. It's uh, it's, a, it's an awful championship. That one's trash. We're going to get rid of him. Yeah, uh, that's... these go up tonight. No. Um. My number one is absolutely the Winged Eagle. Uh, it's the first replica that I ever that I ever owned. I think it's uh, just a quintessential championship belt. Absolutely love it. Um, thanks, Tater. Uh, the '90s Tag Team Championships from the WWE gym. You hit the nail on the head. I don't think there has been a Tag Team Championship belt that has looked as good as those straps. Uh, shout out to MCW who used a version of them. Um, they look like they mocked them up themselves. Um, it wasn't like just stickered, but, uh, they had a really, really cool tank. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, yeah, they obviously took that design, but yeah, it wasn't a replica with stickers. It was, they actually made their own. Bingo. Right. So shout out to them. Um, my third, which I'm sure will not show up on anybody's list. And it is a damn shame is the ring of honor world heavyweight championship belt. I absolutely love it. I think it is the prettiest uh, world championship belt that's out there today. Okay, so the current, the current one. The current, the okay. current one. Yeah, I like their old one before they did it. I think that was just as good with kind of the whoop, um, logo, but absolutely love their the world whoop. championship. I think that what, is the what logo. Is that I don't I, I don't remember. That. Okay, it was the whoop one with the, wasn't with wasn't the sure. Was gotcha. Um, uh, and you can't then go, my you can't go one, wrong with a good whoop. We can't. No, yeah. and it's not the whoop champion. It's a no, whoop. It whoop. Up. And it's from my love of the winged eagle. It is the big eagle belt on the blue strap. Um, absolutely love it. Uh, the old big block lettering, the big eagle plate. It just feels really, really important. Um, that or I saw this on a guy at a rodeo one time as a big ass belt buckle. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> love this championship. 
Um, I'm going to go hang this on my wall now while you guys give me your answers. We'll shoot it down there to Matthew. There we go. Matt, how about you? All right. Yeah, number one for me is also going to be the winged eagle. Um, I just think that one's like the go-to quintessential one. Um, and then from there, um, I go with the IWGP title. Um, and then the third is the 90s tag title um, with the block lettering, like you said, Jim. And then the final one is the TNA X division title. I think that one's always been pretty sharp. Um is there a particular version of the X Division title that 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 you prefer, like the original one? Yeah. Okay. With the red X. Correct. Because I know, like, they had one version that was like a uh, a a bad retake on the uh, Oval Intercontinental title, and it was just it was real bad. <laughs> so I was hoping you didn't mean that one. <laughs> um, uh, but a solid four, Tim. How about you? So I have a couple on mine that are absolutely not on your lists, but uh, that's fine. Um, my number one favorite title of all time is the WCW championship. Um, the 1992, I call it the Ron Simmons title. Um, oh, yes. To me, that is the best looking title of all championship belts. It's big. It's prestigious looking. It's different than most belt. It, it the only other title I think that it looks close to is the um, the Big Egg um, WWF Championship. Ryan's number four. Um, yeah, the Triple H belt from like two thousand. Um, I love that. I love that title, but it's not on my top four. Oh, okay. Um, also on my list, it, it's a very. Uh, it's a very basic and plain title, but the WCW television championship. Oh, that's um, a nice one. It's absolutely plain, but uh, for a title that is def- that was defended on television um, on a regular basis, it, it was uh, is exactly, I'm more connected to that title than anything else. Um, the winged Eagle has to go on the list um when you when you think title belts especially as a fan um the the winged eagle has so much uh prestige associated to it uh the it just looks like a championship belt should yeah um and then my fourth title is the classic intercontinental championship um again clean smooth clean lines looks like a million bucks can't can't beat it yeah it's uh yeah it's just real good um the uh the tv title i believe um is what ryan um i know you'll remember when the, the cwf came here i think that's what they used for their uh their like cruiserweight title with like okay. stickers over the logos and then the uh, then the uh, WCW US title was, I think, their like heavyweight championship. Um, and I always loved that US title. Like that's one that's probably just outside um, my top four. Like, and in fact, I would probably put that like at number five. Like, is it like what would be the next one for you guys? Um, just just outside 
the actual uh, just outside the the top four. Ryan, what what would you be your number five? Uh, it's it's a it's a crying shame nobody has said the NWA the the Globe would be would be my five. Oh, the classic title, world title. Yeah. My only yeah. problem with that title is it's like too small. It's tiny. It's it's, it's odd. It's oblong. I feel it's 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 odd. It's like it's, yeah, yeah, it's like a rectangle. Right. It, it's I I feel like all of the wrestlers that had it though have always held it, you know, like the, folded yeah. like this. Like like it's just a good look for a champion. Yeah, it's to not. Have. It's, it's my boy as I as I <laughs> model, but that's I feel like it's just a good look. Yeah, for it's, a champion. It's, it's not like a, a it's not a waist. Where, it's not a waist right, title. Strap doesn't fit around their waist like a champion could just hold it. it just like like a dusty or something. It always looked good. Matt, how about you? So that you're, would be my five. You're number five. Um, probably. I mean, I, I know it gets a lot of hate, but I always really liked the first NXT Championship with the X. Mm. I always thought that looked really cool. So, um, that one would be mine. Ah, very cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like it, it, it's not that I that I hated it. It's just seeing what they have now i i just i like it i mean it it, it was it you know for what nxt was i you know i thought it you know it stood out which which you know it kind of did its job uh tim how about you what would be your number five a lot of people will probably uh despise me for this answer um but i actually really dig the 24 7 championship um, the newest <laughs> undisputed championship um the one that randy orton unveiled like the rock belt pretty much oh so rock wwf the current title but with the scratch logo with the scratch logo yep okay yeah see that i love i love that that title i like i understand that people hate the blue straps and the red straps and all that stuff i think there's something real slick about the the home plate looking title, um, that's that's given for everybody. So I I I love I love the current title. The thing that I like about the current, um, versus versus the scratch one, is because of like my what I assume is some degree of OCD because or like the need for like balance because like with the scratch logo. It, it it just you know it, it just felt kind of crooked and a little off center. Um, but but I I do I enjoy I enjoy the current the current tro- crop of of championships the men's the women's I, I you know it it it's it is like a branding thing and it you know I I, I do yeah I know they're not uh, they're not the traditional um, you know classic championships that we had when we were growing up but. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan uh, of the uh, great on the wall next to my ECW figure. <laughs> no doubt. Um, catching up on a few of the uh, few of the comments here. Nikki gave a great idea for our next Mount Rushmore. I actually have that written down. Um, Mount Rushmore. Uh, Charlie has uh, the Hogan '86, the Big Gold, WCW TV title uh, with the red leather. I don't remember that the ever. Origi- the original one that like Tully Blanchard. Had. Uh, okay. And, uh, the, the Mr. Perfect, the, the intercontinental title that I think we all, um, had, uh, had on our list. Uh, Rob Noxious loves the, uh, CCW championships and they are 
He's actually he he sent me a picture. Those are badass looking belts, Rob. Dude, have you seen those straps? Has everybody seen them? We'll have to put them in the comments if not. But CCW has a great lineup of championships. Their uh, national heavyweight championship looks important. Like it looks like it should be carried by a champion. It's a fantastic look. Their tag team straps are on red leather. I love what CCW is doing. Yeah, Rob. If, you know, if you can if you can drop that picture that you sent me in the comments, that'd be awesome because those are those are badass looking belts. And in I fact, Devin, I think Devin even called one of their belts out. Yeah, he uh, um, one of the comments earlier. Yeah, he had the uh, the WWE uh, Championship 2013 to 2014 design, which I think is is the one Tim uh, that that you had said. Um, he had the uh, the most recent, not the new, but the the. Uh, the flag U.S. championship belt, uh, the NXT North American title, and then the CCW World Heavyweight title. Um, it, Devin had it as his uh, top four. Uh, and then Todd had put the WWE Spinner Championship, the Winged Eagle, the Rated R Championship, and then the Universal title, um, either red or blue, uh, I suppose. Um, now, to the Universal title, do you prefer red or red or blue on that one? Red is cursed. Red is cursed. It is cursed. Seriously, though. Like, would it be great on black? Yeah. I mean, it would. But then it would look the same. It, like, does. it does look great on, on black right there. Um, but you know how you fix that? You take this bad boy right here and you make it blue. I'll make the, the underline blue. And that's how you differentiate the two. Well, that's what they did for the women's title, right? I don't think it's ever. I thought it was rumored, but I don't think it ever happened. Well, isn't that how I think the raw because they're both on white straps, right? Well, yeah. So uh, you could you I could do you a, could do a black strap with red behind behind the plate. Um, I think yeah. I think this part is is, is red or black. Yeah, or red or, or, Not, or blue. Yeah, no, he didn't mean the whole strap. Oh, you just meant the underline yeah. on the WWE. That's the underline, right? That's what or I think it red. is on the women's title. No, I think the women's the it's red underline on both. No, it's it's pink. <laughs> um, oh, wait, I'm pretty sure it's title. blue. I'm pretty sure it's blue for SmackDown and red for Raw, but I could be wrong. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah can't the, be. I'm, I'm sure it's it's red. The red the red strap is cursed. It, yeah, it definitely. Ever since Finn won the title, just look at that entire lineage before it went to SmackDown. Thanks a lot, Seth Rollins. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to. I, I don't think I could post a picture in the comments for some reason. I was going to post the, the words uh, right out of my mouth. I was going to post the uh, the CCW championships, but no. Um, I'm I'm shocked no one has the KPW championship. That one surprises me, guys. Um, I mean, don't get I think me wrong. Matt Riddle still has one of them, actually. Yeah, he does. Ah. He does. He does. Um, That's the difference. Sorry for for uh for for indie championships. I actually did really like the uh, the KPW slash LCW World Title, which oddly enough, their tag titles looked very similar as well. <laughs> um, I did like the uh, the PWE title. I thought that one was sharp. Oh, that one yeah, is sharp. Yeah, PWE is nice. Um, the PPW. If we're since we're talking indie titles, the the PPW. Uh, world championship is a, is another uh, is another solid one. Uh, Charlie says he prefers the red universal title 
Um, he says he thinks the blue the the blue strap should be a little bit darker, uh, like the stone like the the original winged eagle um, okay. that, that that you have there, Ryan. Who did Vinny Marsalia fight for that? Uh, Ethan, Ethan Page. Page. Okay. Yeah for the, for the uh, what was Pokemon it? Championship. The, the, the cardboard Pokemon Championship. Um, I I like the blue strap on the Universal Title just because of the underline, like. It always bothered me that like they didn't they didn't change the underline color on the on the red one. Um, it's, it's so it's those little things that annoy the crap out of me on the, on stuff like that. Um, I know they've kind of been canceled, but I've always enjoyed the CZW Championship. Uh, some of the little details in there, like they have little uh, light tubes at, sure. at the side of the main plate um, with like some blood on it. So uh, I don't know. I've always enjoyed that. I think their side plates are like flags. Like the U.S., Mexico, Japan, and like the Union Jacks, I think um, it, just, it was just always a cool for an indie championship. It always had a neat look. Yeah, and like, Ring of Honor always had it had cool titles as well. But um... you remember the first Ring of Honor television title that actually had a television on the title? No, yeah. no, I don't remember that at all. Woof, <laughs> that was bad. Um... I never liked the pure championship either. I don't think that's an attractive championship. Ryan, that's at just all. because that's the one that streamer guy always pins you when you try to beat him for it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I always tap out. Um Charlie says the the UFW world title's up there because Herb Abrams inside joke to Vince. Um Yeah, the UWF title. Hold on, I'm getting a uh Oh, that's that's right. Rob sent me a picture because he, I guess, they ended up with the uh, the other KPW title, and uh, they they did a they did a repaint uh, on that one. Right, I forgot. Rob does did does Riddle have the other one? I think. Can you confirm that? I'm just curious. Well, that's that's. I feel like I saw it in one of like. I mean, that's what I was told by. the owner, formerly known as William Brown, <laughs> um, that because you can trust him. Well, you know that's why I said that's why I was told whether or not that's that's accurate or not. Wait, formerly known as is that? I mean, I assume by this point. Well, I know I assume he probably changed his identity by this point. Ah, I mean, gotcha. <laughs> probably ah. probably safer. Um, ah. But uh, okay. Um, any other thoughts on 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 championships? The new United States title sucks eggs. I like Bingo. it. I like it. I really do. Um, there could be minor I'm sorry, improvement. Jim, you're breaking up. <laughs> um, I officially put in my termination for three count Thursday. I can't, I can't um, handle it. I'm taking all properties, including the tournament <laughs> themes with me. Charlie, Charlie says, I feel like Conrad Thompson owns all the belts that we're currently discussing. That is probably accurate. He um, actually, um, not to shamelessly plug connie's programs but on what happened when they actually talked this week they talked i'm sorry about, i'm sorry uh, on what show what happened when thank you with tony shivani <laughs> and um they talk about uh the, the topic is actually very good they're doing a watch along of SummerSlam 97 okay fantastic that's a good summer event. um but they talk about the uh title collecting and uh conrad actually goes into a little bit of detail in regards to what kind of titles he buys um okay 
I might have to it's check out at least that section of it. I mean, I'm I'm not even an hour in, and I've heard the story. So okay, you're, you're, okay, so you're not horribly invested. You're not you're not digging out you know eight hours of your day, um, yeah. which can happen with a Conrad Thompson podcast. Did he? Uh, does he have any interest in buying the um, uh, the loaded NXT Women's Championship? Huh? Hold on. Oh, I don't. I don't think so. I think he has more interest in buying your cursed fake spinner belt than that one. That's a great toy. It's a great toy spinner belt. Um, it's gonna look great. It's gonna look great in my den. <laughs> you and we just did you did you buy the pool table yet, Ryan? The tabletop pool table with the. With the tiny I'm balls, I'm in the pool. I'm in the tabletop knock hockey. Okay, I just can't. I don't. I don't have room big enough for a knock hockey table. <laughs> knock hockey 2020. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's jump into this. It's a. It's a topic that um. Baby. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Um. It's a topic that uh, has been, um. I'm actually surprised uh, the the Twitter wrestling world has actually gone pretty hard uh, at AEW the last couple days uh, surrounding their um, their women's division. Uh, obviously, this week started the deadly draw, uh, the the tag team tournament. Did anybody else watch it? The first episode. I'm going to be honest with you, Jim. I can barely be bothered to watch wrestling on television, <laughs> and you want me to watch it on I, YouTube. I'm, I'm, I'm not. It was just. I saw Ducey. Ducey showed up. She said a little prayer. I don't know what she did. I think she prayed over the proceedings. Something like she, that. And then she threw Brandy Rhodes's AEW action figure in the trash. <laughs> um, something I don't. I don't remember what it is. Um. um Veda Scott is there. She's she was on commentary. commentary. She's on commentary. Um, that's nice. And um, I watched yeah. it. It's okay. Did Cameron try to pin some chick on her stomach again? Uh, <laughs> no, no. But she wasn't great. Um, she's probably. She pro- would say no. You're a big fan. Stop it. You're I a don't fan. Know. I'm sorry, Ryan. Last week when you weren't here, we passed ownership of Cameron fandom onto you. Why? Because congratulations! Because you weren't here. We it's a girl. We put it to a vote, and um, there was no objections. So, all right, screw it. I'm not here next week. Then <laughs> we're on strike. We're open. We're, we're actually Ryan and I are going to start counter programming on Thursdays, dropping like flies. Count Thursday, just dropping like flies. Um. But then also they announced the uh, AEW Heels, the the fan subscription service that's more like a fan forum thing with like virtual meet and greets and things like that. Um, and then and then last night um, they only had uh, like three minutes of women's wrestling on a two hour show. Two women. Two women. A minute and a half of wrestling. 22 men yeah yeah um inclusive right inclusive right right um here's the thing like the the wrestling itself on the deadly draw i'll say this wasn't bad but the the 
the concept with like the drawing the colored chips the poker chips to put your team together um it's cute it it's it's cute but it it it's just it's awkward and like the the backstage stuff where they're drawing the co- it just it it just it's very it's very cheesy and it's not really that well done um but you know so so I was actually really like and I was really surprised because you know I feel like the 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 the, the thing to do a lot of a lot of people will give a pass to a lot of the things that AEW does. Um, oh, don't roll your eyes at me, Ryan. It's here we go. It is tr- no, 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 no. This isn't. This isn't just the a post soapbox. <laughs> here we go. But okay, but like prime example. Last night on Dynamite, you know, a twelve-man tag team match that opens the show, and people were talking about it like it was the second coming of flair versus steamboat like people were like this is a, this was a fantastic match what a great match to open the show it wasn't bad but it was it was literally just two more guys in a 10-man tag there was nothing special about it it was just a lot of guys doing a lot of things in the ring that's it like it wasn't great it but it it wasn't like i'm not shitting on it it just like the the level of love that sometimes AEW will get is sometimes nauseating, but people have actually gone at them pretty hard over the last couple of days um, because of the fact that yeah, two hour show, twenty two men, you have you have one woman's match, and like and let me explain what I'm going to say here. That match lasted too long, in my opinion. Because the because Swole was taking on Rebel Reba, whatever whatever her name is, um, and Reba gets put into the match by Britt Baker, and Reba could barely even get into the ring, and then Big Swole had trouble defeating her, even though it was only like a three minute match. Like I felt like that. If you have ever a time for like a ten second squash, that's probably it. <laughs> Um, but it, you know, I just, the, the booking of the AEW women's division baffles me. And then, you know, right now you have a women's tag team cup tournament next week on AEW dynamite is like tag team appreciation night. So naturally you would book one of these tag team women's tag team cup tournament matches on tag team appreciation night, right? No, well, Here's, I'll defend this. The tournament's on YouTube. Putting a, t- a match in the tournament not on YouTube is contrary. Now, okay. here's, what I, here's what I would do. I would do an eight-person tag with four of the teams to let people know that these two teams are taking on these two teams in the next round and in, in, in the first round of, of the deadly draw. That would also require plugging the deadly draw on AEW dynamite, which they also well, you just said, Cam, you just said Cameron didn't do very well. So I think they're just trying to find a way to not have people go there, <laughs> which they also did not even mention the deadly draw. On last night's AEW Dynamite, Ryan, did you have something? You looked like you were. No, I mean, I, I, 
I don't know. I'm just I don't know. I'll save I'll save my comments of what AEW should do for later, I guess. Oh, we're talking about AEW now, baby. You know what? Let I it would fly. Go, I would Let it w, go. I would go out and I would sign Robbie Gold or Mason Crosby and make a big angle with one of my top stars and an NFL kicker to counter produce WWE and NXT. Okay, that's what they well, should do. We okay. Well, 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 well to be fair, we will get to that. Pun- he's a punter, not a kicker. That's why AEW goes with the kicker route. <laughs> You don't want to go for Johnny Heckler or, <laughs> or uh, um, Ryan Gay? Is that his name? Matt Gay? Matt Gay? Matt Gay? Kicker? I think, was, Matt was he a punter? Matt, is it, I think Matt Gay is a punter. I don't know. I thought no, Matt Gay was a kicker. Yeah, I think he's a kicker. Um, um, we, we could go for Marquette King. Yeah. But he does. He plays for the XFL. There you go. The Rocks. Oh, yeah, there's FL, baby. Boy, that would get the dirt sheets right, wouldn't isn't it? There's some brothers, Dustin. Isn't there the Colquitts? Dustin. They be a tag team. That's what I'll do. I'll bring in the tag team. They'll be in the tag team tournament. Next they, week. We can't have three Dustins in AEW. Yeah, man. come on. That would Dustin just get. And Britton Colquitt's going to be great. That would get far too confusing. Um, but we, we will talk about. Pat McAfee and, and Adam Cole. Don't worry, we will definitely get there. I'm not trying to rush anything. That's no, no, what no. I would do. That's oh, that's no, no, no. That's fine. That's, that's fine. What you I did. Would do. You did nothing. You did nothing wrong. Um, and like I, I will say this. Like I'm not like AEW. I know they've only they've they've been around less than a year. Um, you know WWE's been around for a very long time. A lot of other companies been around for a very long time. WWE got women's wrestling wrong for a long time. So this isn't just giving a pass to WWE because they're they're doing it right or at least better now. Okay. But my 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 issue and, and this isn't just to the women's division, like AEW you know, from the jump was, you know, inclusive and different and an alternative and this and that. And, you know, you you have your women's championship that, you know, very rarely gets defended and when it does it seems like it gets defended on AEW dark you know you have very very little in in the way of women's matches on your show and when you do they're extremely short and you know and again the 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 women's tag tournament being on YouTube is fine like I get they don't they don't have a network that um you know like the WWE does that, that that you can put things like those tournaments on so so the fact that it's on YouTube isn't what bothers me it's it's that it, to me it feels like their women's division has almost been regulated to YouTube almost exclusively. Uh, Matt, any thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, we've we've all kind of said for a while now that it's the women's division has good talent. It's just not very good for whatever reason. So you know maybe they're just trying to tweak some things. Um, and that's why I wasn't featured heavily, especially after the YouTube thing. I don't know. That's the only excuse I could see them having that could make any type of sense um, because they do need to do something with it, um, especially, you know, given Cody's kind of stance from the beginning on the inclusion of the women's wrestling and how important it was going to be. Um, you know, it would be nice to see them finally get it right. Um given the talent that they have there. So um, not a great look, obviously. Um, 
especially with everything going on in wrestling right now. Um, to just have it not featured at all, I think it was just a big mistake, and they rightfully were called out for it. But let's see what they do from there. Yeah, Charlie goes, here's what I would do. Promote the damn tournament. Say what you want about WWE, but they promote their shit. Like, I mean, they'll beat you to death with it, but you're not going to go through it. You're not going to go through a program, even if a, even, you know, half of a WWE show and not be aware of things that are going on on, you know, if you're watching Raw, you're going to be aware of what's going on on NXT. You're going to be aware of what's going on on SmackDown. You're going to be aware of things that are going to, that are on the network. Like they, they, that they do that better than than anybody um and does anybody- their, their women's divisions i mean i don't know i just i just went on their website they have 19 ladies featured in their women's division two of which haven't wrestled at all in 2020 um being sadie gibbs and um i forget who the other one was kong uh emmy sakura kong wrestled one she's zero and one Chris Statlander's injured. Leva Bates has wrestled once. She's 0-1. Uh, is Riho hurt? Riho, I think, is not there because of travel issues right now because of the pandemic. Japan. Okay. Uh, B. Priestley's wrestled once. She's 1-0. Britt Baker's hurt. That That's the majority of your women right there. Like, yeah, I mean, B. Priestley, I think B. Priestley's... Because of the travel constrictions restrictions too, um, I think Yuka Sakazaki then is not there. I mean, for the same reason. It's it's unreal. And then you've got there's just nobody else left. Penelope Ford and Nyla Rose. Who? Penelope Ford. Okay. Yep. Penelope Ford, <laughs> Nyla Rose. Allie's still there, right? Shauna, Mel. Um, is Sheeta? She is wrestling now. She, yeah, she's she's, the, she's yeah. the champion. <laughs> I mean, she's defending frequently. Oh no, no, no! She is the champion, though. She's okay, not. Gotcha. She she's not defending the title uh, regularly, but yeah, she is. She is the champion, and she yeah. Brandy Rhodes, Awesome Kong, Abaddon, Ali, Anna J. That's your division. There's nobody there. Yeah, and I mean they they have I'm been featuring. I'm sorry, I missed Big Squall. Um. Yeah. And and that was the thing, like Big Swole, you know, I I think they have a great talent in Big Swole. And again, she comes out last night, Reba, Rebel, had no clue she was going to be wrestling, can barely get in a ring, and Big Swole struggled to beat her. Like, to me, that makes Big Swole look bad. Rebel's not even listed on here. Right. You know, and, 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 and that, that that's, you know, that's fine. I mean, it's, and I know they've, they've featured different uh like indie talents lately which which is good like it is nice to see um talents get featured that aren't necessarily part of their roster that is one cool thing that is a bit unique um to AEW that you don't get in WWE unless it is enhancement talent and you know it's it's you know Nia Jax or Braun Strowman squashing them in a match um let me let me compare everything I just said to though to the fact that uh Ty Dillinger has had 17 matches in 2020 yeah, and, and, and I think that's that's the you know that's the problem for me is is it's this this clear stark contrast of time on your weekly program like I like I, I was um a, 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 in a in a group tweet earlier today um, because you know they're like well 
you know, WWE has these stars and, you know, AEW doesn't because like, you know, Becky and Sasha and all them are household names. And I'm like, but when Becky and Sasha and Bailey and, um, you know, Alexa Bliss and all, like they weren't always household names, but they became that because they were featured on your programming. Like, you know, and I looked at the at the at the the YouTube numbers on AEW Dark for this week. Now I didn't I didn't watch Dark. I don't know if there was a women's match or who the women's match was. But you know, earlier today it was like three hundred and fifteen thousand or something like that on AEW Dark for this week. This this week's Dynamite number was over nine hundred thousand. Okay, so to to me, the way to make some of the, the the female superstars on your roster. And I'm not saying I'm not saying have the whole show female female you know wrestling uh, women's wrestling matches. Like you don't you don't have to go, it's not all or nothing, you know. You don't have to be all in, so to speak. Um but you know, just feature them. Have more than one women's match. Have a 10-minute women's match instead of a 40-minute last or you know, falls count anywhere match cut 10 minutes off the bucks and the butcher and the bit candlestick maker and and then you know do a 10 minute women's match feature you feature your talent a little bit better that that's 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 all to me that that would that would you know start to improve things just feature the talent make them make a couple of superstars household names that's how you do it you know, it's it's not to me. It's not rocket science. I know I'm not a booker. I'm no. I know I don't run a company, but I feel like if you would feature more talent on the show that gets almost a million viewers, it would probably work out better. Don't sell yourself short, Jim. You were the GM of a company. Uh, well, that's true for one day, and then I'm also a commissioner of another company. That if COVID would fuck off, we can actually have some wrestling back here in Lancaster, here. Pennsylvania. Um. But also, I know a lot of people are are have have taken. Uh, they're they're not too happy with this AEW heels thing. Do you guys have any thoughts on AEW heels? I thought they were selling high heels. I know they came out with a line <laughs> of like sneakers. Um, so like, Dark Water had a sneaker. Moxley had a sneaker. I thought these were just women's shoes that they were selling with like brandy Rhodes's like logo on the side of it so i had no clue what it was and i was wrong <laughs> okay uh tim matt any 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 thoughts i do it's just it feels like a money grab yeah like you're you want your your female fans to pay for this exclusive fandom it's like a souped up patreon yeah kind of yeah. And, and like I, you know obviously i don't have an issue with patreon.com slash three count thursday um dollars a month guys but you know it just i don't know it, it yeah it, it does it just it, it feels kind of money grabbish to me um and and i like i, I feel like the price too is feels awful is high. Like fifty bucks. It's or fifty something? bucks a month, I believe. For what? Oh, sorry, sorry, fifty dollars a year. Um, members yeah, receive. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. I was just gonna say, even still, fifty dollars a year is still kind of steep for like 
what what are we getting out of this? Not All right. Just- so this is this is from the press release. The annual paid subscription of forty nine dollars. Member receive members receive access to a variety of features, including virtual meet and greets, video conference discussions with industry experts, exclusive AEW talent Q and A sessions, customized merchandise, special promotions, themed parties, and more. The secure space enables AEW Heels members to connect, learn, and thrive together through shared passions for women wrestling. It's it's also it's you know in the press release it says um, female wrestling fans can seamlessly access AEW Heels exclusive content and other special benefits all in a safe environment for engaging in conversation and developing friendships worldwide. And they did give the website all eliteheels.com is the website. I'll do you one better, AEW women fans. Three Count Thursday is one of the biggest champions of women's wrestling out there in the world today. Take your $50 a year, cut it in half. Give it to Three Count Thursday's Patreon. And we'll let y'all jump in to one of these mad libs we're doing on YouTube. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. I love it. Holla. Um, Jason says AEW will have a 1-900 hotline soon. <laughs> um, Scotty says it sounds like they're desperate for money, which like, is weird because like you have a billionaire funding your operation. Like, it's, you know, it just... I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't totally understand it. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, ju- I, I'm not judging anybody again. You want to you spend your money how you want to spend your money. I, I've said that whether, you know, cause I see people like, how can people own this many wrestling belts or how can we dude spend your money how you want to spend your money? I'm not judging anybody how they spend their money. Um, but I, I, I don't, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get AEW heels. I did. Um, but if, if people get good stuff out of it and they enjoy it, uh, more power to you, I guess. Um, but let's also let's talk about the um, let's talk about the Wednesday Night Wars this week because um, I know obviously I just, there was yes, Ryan. So I know I just crunched numbers. I went to the roster page. Thank God AEW does wins and losses. This makes my job so easy to count these up. Um, three wrestlers on the men's side has had twenty two matches. In 2020, uh, Omega, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara. Okay. Uh, Sapien, Trent, and Chuck Taylor all had 21 matches. So there are six male wrestlers with over 20 matches. Okay. Karushita has had the most women's matches. She has had 20. Uh, wow. So okay. She was in 20 matches, which is more than I had thought. The next closest is Chris Statlander. And uh, Nyla Rose with 12. Uh, Penelope Ford had 11 matches. And Britt Baker, who's also now injured, had 10. Yeah. So and the numbers don't add up. They don't add up. No. And and, I, I, and not just to defend AEW here, as shocking as those words coming out of my mouth will be. Um, but I would imagine if you if you would crunch those numbers... Um, if any other company was silly enough to put statistics on their website, um, uh, but I, I feel there's the backhanded compliment. <laughs> Come is. on, I couldn't, I couldn't totally uh, just defend them. But I feel like in in most cases, the number of men 
with more matches than the number of women is probably across the board. Because, I mean, even in WWE, which recently has has, has really been carried by the, by the women on Raw uh, and SmackDown, um, you know, there's, there's still more men's matches than women's matches, I would say. So, like, although the, the statistics are a little jarring, I will agree with that. I don't know if it's necessarily a, a fair, like, one-to-one comparison. Because, you know, with with less talent in terms of numbers on the roster, you will end up having, you know, less matches because of it, probably. Um, but, uh, yeah. For that, you're getting an AEW's heel t-shirt for Christmas. <laughs> Perfect. And you're still getting that, Randy, that new Randy Orton one for Christmas. Um, <laughs> um, let's... Uh, Let's talk about the the. How the, do we need a new Randy Orton shirt every week, and they all just have the same stupid <laughs> snake on them? Um, I don't know because people are buying them on clearance. Probably, probably. I don't know. There's no Matt. There's nobody in the crowd for me to see who's buying what. They're. <laughs> I know, like people are giving stuff as they, you know, they're walking into the performance center. But, you leave Scary Snake Man out of this. <laughs> he is the greatest wrestler in the world. It's true. It says it on his new T-shirt because <laughs> he won the greatest wrestling match ever. Right, and that it's indisputable. That's not true. He didn't wrestle Shane McMahon. Shane <laughs> is the best in the world, not the greatest. The yeah. best in the world. But is he the best in the world? Because he kind of did a thing. No, I'm we'll sorry. we'll talk about the thing. Sorry, Greg. The page refreshed. The page refreshed. <laughs> and me, you, like, it's apparently an auto-refresh uh, soundboard page, which I... I got on me. Didn't know, because you probably, I don't know, figured out a way you to... brought up Shane McMahon. Yeah, I wouldn't have hit that, and it wouldn't have refreshed in the middle of it. Okay, if... <laughs> and we can't have an episode where we don't talk about your guy's idol, Shane McMahon. Uh, he is not my idol. He is, he is clearly yours. Raise your hand in this group if you have a Shane McMahon baseball jersey. Here comes the money. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, if they made it in my size, I would probably have one too. Guilty, I probably would too. Because those jerseys are sick. They are. Well, I was packing up, like, because we're moving soon, and so we're packing up some of the stuff in my closet, and I found it tucked in the very back. I was like, oh. Yeah, I, I do still have. Oh, shit, I. So you I, don't have it framed yet? <laughs> Shadow boxed. I, I gotta get it autographed first. I mean, nah, you, well, no, you have to wait till I buy you another one so you can frame the original, but still wear the new one. Right? Yeah. I, I wait for that raw underground basketball I, tank. I mean, I already have two as it is, just in case. Like, I get really excited during a Shane match and spill something on it that I can just take. Just to accidentally shoot main event mustard all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, now you told me the other week you had bought me some. Did, I did. Was that a FedEx issue? Did it get? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so fed up. I'm so fed up with FedEx right now. That's dirty, Jim. Oh, oh, that pisses me off. That pisses me right off. Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's I'm talk about by the main event mustard. I don't think. I've ever heard anyone talk about it besides you. And well, say, they're all idiots, is what it is. Yeah. 
that, yeah, I mean, I'm an idiot. Um, if uh, let's talk about let's talk about Wednesday night. Let's talk about NXT because uh, Ryan Ryan you know preluded a little bit. Obviously, we talked last week uh, about where where we thought the um, the McAfee stuff was going, and I think it was pretty obvious. But now we officially have on the books. In the trash can <laughs> for for NXT Takeover Thirty. Uh, Adam Cole, Bay Bay, Old Bay, Old Bay uh, versus Pat McAfee, former NFL punter and host of the Pat McAfee Show. Um, it is now official that that will take place at NXT Takeover Thirty. Um, my only issue with last mm-hmm. with last night. On NXT, and I don't know if anybody watched, um, is that the that the stuff between Cole and McAfee took away from the tag team title match that was going on in the ring. Like, and I get that like the match was probably put in place to get to where we got, but like, don't I don't like diluting your your the tag title match. Like, just have a match between Imperium and. The Undisputed Era, baby. Or, like, just have Pat McAfee, because him and Cole have been going back and forth, just have him as a guest commentator for a match. And then Cole, because he knows McAfee's in the building, gets mad and comes down and confronts him. To me, that my that was my only issue with it. Like, am I thrilled? I mean, even if you have him as a guest commentator, he's still going to interrupt the match. Well, right, but like it doesn't have to be a title match. Like, I mean, either way, whatever match is going on, yes, it's going to get um, interrupted. Or just have McAfee there, like have Triple H with a sit down interview with Pat McAfee because we're we're trying to get to the bottom of this. What exactly? Why this exactly happened? I just well, don't. They they couldn't do that because they gave away that on social media before NXT. Because you had the picture of Cole and McAfee shaking hands, saying "All harm done, move it aside, everything's good." That yeah, which I mean, which is why McAfee just sat at commentary because everything was good. It was all Hakuna Matata, and then all of a sudden, punter's gonna punt. <laughs> and punter did punt. Um, corner. So, like, am I thrilled that Pat McAfee is the uh, WrestleMania opponent for Adam yeah. Cole at at NXT yes, Takeover. No, I'm yes, not. I'm not really that thrilled. Um, but here's the deal: if it if it does get more eyes on the product, then then it's successful in in what it does. Tim, yes, I am excited that Pat McAfee is the the cho- 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 chosen one. To go against Adam Cole. And this is where the internet's wrong. Pat McAfee has always wanted to do this. He's always wanted to be a wrestler. He's been to many different indies trying to get in as much ring time as he could. But he couldn't wrestle while he was on an NFL contract. There's no way the Colts are going to sign up for that. Sure. Okay? He is obviously liked by the backstage with WWE. The man had balls enough to wear shorts at WrestleMania on camera. 
This guy is braggadocious. He knows how to put words together. And he looks the part. And and Jason in the comments is saying this sure isn't Bam Bam and Lawrence Taylor. Well, how many people remember back when Lawrence Taylor fought Bam Bam? Did people think that Lawrence Taylor was going to... Do people think that Lawrence Taylor was going to burn down the house? No, he went out there and stole the show. People said the same thing about Floyd Mayweather when he challenged the big show at WrestleMania, and he over-delivered. People said the same thing about Snooki at WrestleMania, and she at least did okay. <laughs> okay. The WWE. <laughs> she did better than expected because we expected the literal worst. Okay, and people are expecting, people always expect the literal worst out of every non-wrestler who appears in a wrestling ring. Always. People thought that about Mr. T. People thought about that about, um, well, the only exception is Tyson Fury. Okay, that was horrible. But I believe that dealt more with Brawny Strowman's than it did Tyson Fury. Okay. And, well, and to be fair, I also didn't expect much out of that either. <laughs> that that was about as bad as I expected it to be. But Pat McAfee is still, he's what? He's he's closer to the right side of 30 than the wrong side of 30, I believe. Hey, how, is he like 30? How old is, how old is Pat McAfee? Let's find actually? out. Let's find out. 36. I would say he's no older than 36 years old. Did you just look it up, Matt? He is 36? No. Okay, I, let me look it up. I would uh, say 36 years of age. God damn it. And then I would like for you to look up how old Adam Cole is. 30, 31. Two. Who's 31? So Pat, Adam Cole 31, Pat, and he's six foot tall, and you can't sure. take that. Pat okay. McAfee is 33. He okay. Ju- he just turned 33. I'm older than Pat McAfee. I am. I'm on the wrong side of 30. Okay. Adam Cole, Old Bay, is thirty one. Thirty one. Yeah, just old, how tall is how tall is Pat McAfee? Just that. Uh, okay, so Adam Cole's built at six foot. Pat McAfee is six one. Okay, and Pat McAfee is going to look like Andre the Giant next to Adam Cole. Well, he does. I wouldn't say Andre. Give him the riser in his boots, he'll be fine. Sure. Okay. Anyway. People who think that Pat McAfee is going to go out there and stink up the joint, there's no way. And here's why. Adam Cole is going to be the baby face in this situation. Pat McAfee gets to be a little cocky, chicken shit. Oh, sure. Hunter. That's it. It's going to be great. Like It's going to be absolutely great. I, I am I am definitely lukewarm about it. Um well, warm up, baby, because it's <laughs> SummerSlam time. It's it's TakeOver Triple X. There's fire in the, the logo. And they have a Metallica song. Moth into Flame, you know, a song that's like eight years old. Isn't that from St. Anger? No, no, no that, it's, from... it's from... It's from the latest album. Yeah, that was... Four years ago? What was that? Death Magnetica? No, Freak? no, no, was, no, uh, no. God, what was the, uh, the name of the last one? Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Hardwired, yeah. That came out, that was four years ago? In in Now, Jim, in music terms, 
four years is a long time. Yeah, it was it was released September of 2016. So right. yeah, right. I okay. mean, yeah, it's 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 an old song, sure, but I mean, it works. It does work. It's, um, it's very interesting. However, for a, for a show like this, you're not going to have Adam Cole challenge anywhere near any of the titles. You're not going to put him in the ladder match. You're not going to put him for the NXT World Championship. He can't challenge Io Shirai for the women's title, period. What are you going to do with Adam Cole? You're going to not have your biggest star on TakeOver 30? So you put him in a high-profile matchup with literally anyone else. Shawn Michaels' last match was in Saudi Arabia. Ooh, yeah. That's, remember that? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want Episode to remember four that. Episode of The Last Ride on the <laughs> award-winning World Wrestling Entertainment Network. I don't want to remember that match. Don't make me remember that match. Um, but again, if it, if, it, if it gets more eyes on the product, and I mean... The closer we get to it, the probably you're you're gonna see probably more discussion about it on ESPN. I mean, it, you know, Triple H was on ESPN this uh, this morning, you know, talking about it. So if it gets more eyes on the product, then it does its job. Like, and if the match is better than I expected to be, then good. That's good. I I hope I hope it is better than I expect it to be. Um, you know, and and. You know, we'll, we'll see. Again, I'm, I'm I'm lukewarm on it uh, now, um, but you know, a couple weeks out, we'll see where it goes. Any other thoughts on uh, on the, uh, the the match of the year? <laughs> it seems amazing to me that you, in one breath, are going to call Adam Cole the greatest thing that NXT has, and then be okay with him wrestling. A goddamn punter. No, 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 I'm stopping you there. I'm stopping you there because four fucking years ago, you were okay with with AJ fucking Styles wrestling <laughs> Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. So this is what you get, Ryan. This is on you. you all hey, Kobe, 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 Kobe. Kobe. So I just screamed Bebe, and my girlfriend in the other room just went, What? <laughs> <laughs> when your girlfriend's not a wrestling fan that's uh that's fantastic ryan go ahead go ahead rebut what matt just said shane mcmahon who at least has some footing in the professional wrestling world wrestled a match with a story attached pat mcafee is a punter and he talks on a tv show he has a hundred point or, or 1.8 million Twitter followers. So we're getting eyes on the product. I see it, Tim. I'll get to you. There's I guess Carl is, Malone yeah. was busy. Carl Malone doesn't want to try to wrestle anymore. I guess Jay Leno was busy. Jay Leno couldn't make it out and wrestle this time. Um, does everybody forget how the WWE just got burned by Rob Gronkowski and the shit show that was? Let's do it with Pat McAfee. Why not? They are on toast. Pat McAfee's not even near the level of Rob Gronkowski. Not near the level of the popularity of Rob Gronkowski. And you, Tim, have the audacity to expect more out of Rob Gronkowski than you do Tyson Fury, an actual you mean Pat combat McAfee? sport fighter? 
You mean Pat? In a, in a, in a stimulated combat sport like pro wrestling? Yes. You expect more out of Pat friggin' McAfee? Yes. And here's why. It's insane. So everyone here, at least you, think that this angle with Pat McAfee and, and Adam Cole has only been going on since the Pat McAfee show like two weeks ago when Not Pat true. McAfee kept talking about it. Literally since Pat McAfee first made any sort of appearance in NXT at an NXT house show four years ago or when Adam Cole debuted, he's always had some shit to say about Adam Cole. And every time he's on the kickoff shows for NXT takeovers, he's talking that shit about Adam Cole, how Adam Cole can't win, how Adam Cole can't do him by himself. But Adam Cole kept doing it time and time again and became the longest running NXT champion of all time. And now that he's not the champion, Pat McAfee feels like he's finally vindicated and he can say that. And Adam Cole's finally at the point where he's like, you know what? Shut the fuck up, Pat. They're not going to for real fight because there's no real beef. Let them fake fight in the ring. Shush. Shut the fuck up. Let it be. It's wrestling. It's supposed to be fun. This is fun. Not everything is. You want to watch grapple fucking? Then watch Timothy Thatcher versus Oni Lorcan nine times in a row. I'm sorry. Did you say grapple fucking? Is that what you said? Entertainment. Yeah, grapple effing. I would have to find that clip. Um... All this aside, this is an absolute joke. I just wanted to point out that it's on the same level. Why is it a joke? That's my question. Because it is Adam Cole. Why is he stooping to this level? Story aside, same with AJ Styles. Why is he putting over or putting up with Shane McMahon in a big <laughs> spot like this? Story purposes aside, like you still want your best in your company to go against the best, not to like go down to this dog and pony show. I mean, I would argue it's similar to the same reason why you put Seth Rollins in the ring with Dominic Mysterio. Because they're the people that can have that match and not have it be bad. I don't hear a single person talking that talk. Like is Seth- Dominic Mysterio is because Dominic Mysterio is like a, he's actually trained. He's Rey Mysterio's son. I mean, to be fair, we don't why? we don't know yes! to what degree Pat McAfee has trained Correct. in the ring. Okay, if if Seth Rollins was wrestling like Michael Strahan, I would have the same problem with it. Like it would be a joke. It would, it's below what Seth Rollins brings to the ring. It's below what Adam Cole does in the ring. Like, personally, would I rather see Adam Cole face an, another superstar on the NXT roster at the WrestleMania of NXT? Yes. However, like, if you're going to do this for the WrestleMania of NXT, it's the, it's the, you know, the biggest show to date. It's, re- it's, you know, TakeOver 30, it's the anniversary one, it's SummerSlam weekend, this is this is your biggest, usually your biggest show of the year. Obviously, unfortunately, you know, you're in you're in a, a shitty circumstance with, with, you know, empty arenas and all of that. Um, so, you know, if, if, you're, if you're going to do this spot here, it is similar to the example you're giving, the AJ Styles and Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Um, but Adam Cole is good enough to be that guy. Like, so again, I, I'm I'm not thrilled about it, but I'm not I'm not throwing it off the freaking you know I'm not I'm not throwing it off the boat 
I before mean, there's, the... there's no argument. Like, Adam Cole can carry this match, and I'm sure that he will. It's just, it's not what wrestling fans necessarily, like, I get putting eyes on the product. I get it all. But when you have, like, the generational talent like Adam Cole, like AJ Styles, to squander that big match with something like that, like, it, it's it's a waste to me. How many people are saying, oh, my God, Pat McAfee's wrestling this Saturday? I need to subscribe to the WWE Network. I'm a huge Pat McAfee fan. I can't wait. Who's saying that? Other than Tim. <laughs> Who's saying that? I mean, I don't I don't follow a lot of Pat McAfee followers on, on Twitter. Maybe, maybe it's just punters unanimous. Like, I just love punters. <laughs> I think punters anonymous, not unanimous. <laughs> Um, I think it's more so the fact that it's more than just a punter. It's a person who's a part of the NXT family, has been a part of the NXT family for quite some time, who also is athletic. And it's one of those, well, it can only be as, it's, it's, it's pretty easy. Anybody could wrestle. Not everybody can be a punter. So Adam Cole's defending pro wrestling. And and Pat McAfee's picking on Adam Cole because Adam Cole's little. Right. You're right. If you have a punter picking on your size, then yeah, it it uh ro- ro- the Rob meaningless the meaningless per, per, uh, position in the NFL is going after a quote generational talent, which I think that's a little high for Adam Cole. But even then, like he's still top three stars on NXT. Right. Well, yeah. Like top uh, three. Rob says, you know, he he said he'd rather watch the fridge versus Mark Henry. Uh, he doesn't want to risk Cole getting hurt from a person who isn't a wrestler. Well, here's the thing. I I don't I don't think you're going into this. I I don't I don't I don't know. I haven't seen any videos of of McAfee um, training with Spanky or anything, so I don't I don't know this for for a, a fact. But I assume you're not going to put one of your top three guys into a situation where he's going to get hurt. Like, I don't I don't think this is a situation that you're putting him in with a guy who's not at least been training. You know, once this idea has been put in place, I'm sure they've brought him in and and they are working on this. Tell that to Sting. Oh, 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 wow. Uh, Maybe now to to defend it all, too. You also need to look at who the other people in tangentially involved in this angle so far have been and look to see how bad this match is actually going to suck. It's it's more than just Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. Shawn Michaels and Triple H are directly involved in this. They are. Quote, the best storyteller in the history of the World Wrestling Federation and the cerebral assassin, the game, the King of Kings. They're at the Performance Center. If Pat McAfee can't learn how to wrestle one match in a month and be at the PC, how is that going to be any different than like Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat setting up a ring somewhere and practicing it? Or, or sorry, Randy Savage and Ricky yeah, Steamboat, Steamboat Savage. practicing a match for, for WrestleMania three. So 
So, Tim, let me ask you if if this finally marks the split of the Undisputed Era and Pat McAfee gets the win with the assistance of Undisputed Era and Adam Cole has a loss to Pat McAfee, are you cool with all of that? Yes. What you won't be cool with is after Pat McAfee wins, he ends up on a Raw and it's punt versus punt, Pat McAfee versus Randy Orton. (laughs) That's going to be a problem. No, it'll be great. <laughs> it'll be shit. Matt, did the Brad beer come McAfee, out the nose? Raw underground, <laughs> kicking fools in the head, legitness, shoot punting on <laughs> on raw underground. Are you kidding me? Sign Pat McAfee up for the hurt business, baby. There you go. There I'm you real. go. Sign me up. You're just fucking trolling me now. I can't even. I can't even. Okay, I'm gonna just move. I can't. I literally can't even. I hate even saying it. I, 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 I don't know what else to say. Certain parts, certain parts of this are troll. It. The part that's not troll is I love this Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole thing, and I like to see it through. I don't have very many things to be excited about in this era of professional wrestling. The asterisk. That's true. The period over the eye of the Jeremy Baramy. We don't have much in the asterisk era. Give me this, Ryan. I just want this. Ryan, I think it boils down. And SummerSlam on a fucking boat. That's what I want. Ryan, I think it boils down to one simple phrase. Daddy, chill. Daddy, chill. All right. Okay. I'm a chill. Daddy, chill. All right. The other, the other big, uh, the, the other big to do on Wednesday night um, from, from yesterday was the uh, the great debate, or uh, I'm I'm the, the 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 great debate, Charlie Brown, between uh, Orange Cassidy, Chris Jericho, with uh, with Eric Bischoff back on TNT for the first time in 20 years. Um, did now, Ryan? I know you watched it. Correct. Yeah, that was a question. Yeah. Yes, thank you. You knew. I don't know why you asked. <laughs> Matt, Tim, did you guys catch the the debate? Yes. Okay. I I hated it. Oh my god. I hated it. I it was so it was and like I like Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I said it. Okay. I like Orange Cassidy. I've I finally admitted it in a public forum. You know I love Chris Jericho. Um, but man, I just maybe I'm so like exhausted by like political bullshit. And like doing a like political thing on the wrestling show was just like already put me in a sour stink about it. I don't know, but I, I I didn't like it. Now I will say, Orange Cassidy when he gave like the long-winded answer and Jericho just looked baffled. That made me chuckle, but that was the only thing I think I liked in the entire segment. I just I didn't I didn't like it. Just totally missed on me last night. Jim, you're acting like. This is the Alexa Bliss. This is your life. And no, you no, 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 no. I'm not going that far. I am so de- not that bad. No, 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 no. Okay. By all okay. means, no, no, definitely, definitely not. No, hell no. Um, got it. Yeah, definitely not that bad. It just it it missed. Okay. Make sure you go hop on Twitter and see Jericho's reaction to all of the fans trolling him from losing. To a guy that never talked, I think it's. It, I thought it was done brilliantly. Um, I love that that Easy E was there. 
Uh, it was great to see Eric back on TNT. That's a really cool moment. I thought the segment was fantastic. I thought the entire segment hinged on Orange Cassidy's answer about coastal flooding and coastal towns um, and just hit that perfectly. I thought it was flawless. I absolutely love the segment. Uh, I am super ready to see these two square off. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the match big time. Tim, your your thoughts on the the great debate of 2020. This is Orange Cassidy. Like, what we got is exactly what Orange Cassidy is. I've worked with him. I've worked alongside him doing commentary. I've seen him in the ring. Like, this is as close as we're going to get to actually Orange Cassidy. And, like, what he is in this era of wrestling is... I think more so, more than just the coastal flooding thing. But when he, he like, basically tells, like, he doesn't answer the question why fans like Orange Cassidy. But then he's quick to answer why this is the most important match to him. Like, to me, that's Orange Cassidy. He doesn't care about the fans. Like, he, he cares about the fans, but he's like, okay, cool. Like, whatever. Hey, cool. But then when he thinks Jericho is going to uh, downplay him some more, he's really quick to tell him, hey, I am the, I'm going to be the guy who's going to beat you. Like, I'm beating you now. I don't even talk. He's, he's really good at wrestling. Um, I'm really looking forward to when Orange Cassidy pins Chris Jericho on Dynamite. Yeah, no, I yeah, mean, I the match should be great. I think Tim, you, you're you're absolutely right. What we saw was exactly verbally how he wrestles. You know, hands in the pocket. You know, real nonchalant, not a big deal. Turns it on, really gets going, and can actually wrestle. I can wrestle. Um, so great, great call saying like verbally, which is what we what we see every week with Orange Cassidy. Um, just was able to to verbalize it this week, and uh, I don't know how else you would have gotten that out of Orange Cassidy not doing this not going this route i mean i mean that's fair the most we got out of oc the last time was them them saying like him saying you know jericho i'm gonna try this time (laughs) um i I can i can i can see and agree with with that statement ryan that you probably don't you don't get that out of orange cassidy unless you do that kind of a forum um but yeah, I don't know. It just, it definitely, it definitely just missed with me big maybe time. Maybe if they had more NFL players, you'd have gotten it. Maybe, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not totally sure. Um, more XWWE guys. I mean, well, maybe. I mean, you, you know, you had Eric Bischoff, but he was kind of WCW. He was more WCW. So I don't know. Maybe that soured me because, but, but WWE beat WC. Whatever. It, it just, I don't know. It missed. It missed. Um, again, not, not saying it. Were you surprised it was Eric Bischoff? Uh, no, I so, that got teased somewhere. I I saw last week. I feel like Jericho maybe even have, had accidentally dropped that ball or something. But I saw yeah. it like over the weekend that it was going to be Bischoff. So or that it was probably going to be Bischoff. So it didn't uh, it didn't surprise me. Um, Charlie Somehow says I missed all of that, and I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, this is a really cool treat. I missed. All of the rumor. Um, well, you were away until la- yeah, I think it was like were, last Friday or Saturday. So that could be it. You were too. You were like neck deep in grotto. I mean, it was. <laughs> it was 
rubbing it up against my nips. Yeah, you. I mean, yeah. You take a bite of a slice of gras pizza, sauce explodes. I right. got I got the mama grotto. Is that what it's called? That gave me the worst freaking heartburn. Holy shit! You, I know they don't do the the frozen one of those, Ryan. But you might have to bring me one of those up next time you come back. It too, was delicious because it looks fantastic. Very garlicky. I'm fine with that. Look Hit at me. me in the chest for like Look eight at me. hours. You think I'm scared of a little garlic? I'm not scared of a little garlic. Okay. Um, it's a. I'm gonna eat, it's goddammit. Heavy hand of grotto with the sauce. It's, it has the thicker crust, so it all balances out. It was delicious. Um, Charlie says that segment was worse than Alexa Bliss. This is your life. No. Get, nope. No. Ban him. No. Done. No. Charlie, you're done. <laughs> We're just banning people left and right tonight. Um, not Johnny gonna can come back. Not uh, not going to talk about um, Raw Underground unless anybody wants to, because Ryan and I, you talked about that. You and I talked about that on the, the bonus podcast we did on Tuesday. We did? We did. We did. We did a pot. You don't remember that? <laughs> Fair enough. Can, can, you te- can you give me like a one-sentence synopsis? For those, for those who didn't listen to the live show on Tuesday, um, you count Tuesday. To be determined. Under early uh, to tell. Yeah, yeah, I think it's solid. Yeah. Um, okay, because I, I do have a couple. Of, I, ha- I have a little bit of thoughts. Okay. Mine's more so. Go ahead. On the lines of the independent wrestling community. Okay. Um, Go ahead. More specifically, dealing with the 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 my friends at Chikara. Um, a lot of people on the internet. As soon as they saw Shane McMahon in an empty ring with no ropes in a dark area, they immediately connected it to a thing that Chikara created in its last year of iteration called the, the crucible, um, which was a, a really unique, interesting um, independent wrestling storyline. And the person who basically was the spearheader of this uh, really took himself to task and felt really crappy that it kind of all got taken um, by the WWE. And and to that, I'll say this. Yes, it sucks, but there's an old adage that says there's nothing new under the sun. That's fair. I mean, I'm not, I'm not one to downplay anybody's personal experiences, but I've had some of my ideas taken by WWE. Like a month before MVP debuted, I had a I, my idea in a in a wrestler who was corporately sponsored, and was uh, basically the the embodiment of the NFL wide receiver who hmm. was a diva, but he was a big millionaire and like all that stuff. And then MVP shows up. Um, but also the oh no ropes dark area thing is blood sport it's right. literally like right it's 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 even not that idea has kind of been done there's there's more there's more to it than than what we know we don't know exactly what it's going to be yet but I, I i'd like for it i'd like to see more of it um i'd like to have seen I would have liked to have seen the whole last hour of Raw been dedicated to the underground as opposed to 
cutting back and cutting away and cutting back and or even away. even if you don't want to have it be the whole hour have it be the last half hour like take it over at 10 30 because like i mean i think as we talked about ryan it was it was i think it was like the last fifth or it was 15 minutes like total of the last hour was dedicated to to raw underground so just have the, the only problem with doing the final half an hour is if it's not your cup of tea you click off and you miss those viewers. So if you go back and forth, you have to sit through it if you want to just finish Raw. Also, though, how interesting would it have been for the whole last hour to been Raw Underground and Shane McMahon does his tease at 9.30 and it's also related to the wrestlers who are backstage at Raw. It's like, hey, Raw Underground starts in 30 minutes come see what it's all about and then the viking raiders show up and eric's looking for a fight and dolph ziggler swings through and sees the end of a fight and he wants some and you actually show i forget what his name what they called him but babatunde uh dabakato dabakato uh you have dabakato show up and shane's like somebody's got to fight him right now and then the hurt business, like what they did with the hurt business is exactly what I wanted like a whole hour of raw to be. Well, that's a, it's a great cliffhanger for next week. Yeah. They find out what it is. I also saw somebody compare um, WWE or raw underground to live action Def Jam Vendetta, the video game. <laughs> okay. Where right. that would be pretty cool too. But like, I, I still want more any way WWE can give me something different in this, the asterisk era. Than- sure. And, and that's the thing. Like, and, and I agree with Charlie and I said it on the, the on Tuesday's show, uh, get rid of the, the go-go dancers or the strippers or whatever that, cause it just, that felt so out of place, especially in like today's WWE. Like it, and I get like, it's supposed to be different and, you know, raw or whatever, like, but it just, that, and it was like, just these weird cutaways to like these poorly dancing women. It was, you can, you can lose that sector of it and I'll be totally fine with it. Um, but you know, he said, save the hurt business till next week. No, I think that was a great cliffhanger to get us more interested in what, what raw underground will be next week. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm like I said, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate it didn't necessarily love it i want to see more of it and see where it goes from here i hope it's not one of those um one of those things wwe tries for like two or three weeks and then it just disappears and and never comes back like i hope they actually have a little bit of direction to it um and but i yeah like i said I i am curious one more thought sure what offhand do you think retribution is going to be a big deal a little deal or no deal the 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 faction the, the new faction the faction that has now been officially named retribution i hope it's a big deal i mean if you if you announce it ahead of time you have the have the the quick you know security cam footage that if if you weren't necessarily like paying attention you were like did i miss the faction and then the next day they you know they come out and it's retribution um I hope it's a big deal. 
Like, you know, and, and the, the word on the street, depending on what, uh, you know, dirt sheet you want to believe this week, um, is that WWE is looking to be more faction, have more factions like they did in the late 90s. Um, so hopefully, you know, that the Hurt Business, um, there's a faction in NXT that could always come up and, and make some noise in, uh, in on Raw or SmackDown. Like, no. Nope, they're breaking up. Uh, <laughs> that's breaking. oh, that's right, that's right. Well, maybe McAfee will be the new head of and of the Undisputed Era when they come to the main roster. Um, or the Undisputed Era screen. does a four-on-one job on Pat McAfee and then goes to Raw or SmackDown. Or that. Um, what does that do? Putting beating up an NFL punter. What, what is that going to do? Rocket you to superstar? I mean, he's a punter for Christ's sake. No. McAfee, it's a no-win situation. McAfee punts all of Undisputed Era, picks up the win, goes to the main roster for the punt versus punt match because Randy Orton is the legend killer and he would have to take down McAfee, the only one on the main roster who could do it. The only great point, Matt. Book it. Book there it. you go. Perfect. I think it's just been booked. There you go, WWE. You can have that one. Well, I'll remember it. Uh, um, but yeah, I hope it's a big deal. I I hope that we see. Um, I was just looking up Bloodsport because I always enjoyed those shows. Um, obviously, work shows presented as shoots. Um, I think you need to uh, look at them if you're the WWE. Utilize. I mean, Matt Riddle. The first one was named after Matt Riddle. Was Riddle's Bloodsport. Um, Riddle Walter, Timothy Thatcher, Killer Cross, all of these guys competed at Blood Sports. So, you know, I'd, I'd love to see NXT talent up and down. I, I think this needs to be fluid. It doesn't just need to be raw talent Here's the thing. Um, competing in this shoot-style presentation. I hope the end game, and it won't be, but I hope the end game of this is Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar. That's where I hope we get it. <laughs> We're not going to. But I take it. like it would be cool, it would be different. It's and 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 I think that's the thing that um, the reaction to it that that probably ticked me off more than anything is the biggest gripe about WWE is that they you know they don't do anything new, they don't do anything different, they don't build new stars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and then they do try something completely different. And the immediate reaction is, this is shit. Why the fuck are they doing this? Just go back to wrestling in the ring. And it's like, well, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to do something? more WWE talents from the NFL. I mean, you could. Um, Real quick on the retribution thing. Has it leaked, like, who retribution is? No. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen. I've seen some people hypothesize that it could be previously released talent that are being brought back hence the name retribution right if you look at the definition of retribution that it fits perfectly you know so it like rusev hasn't we haven't seen rusev anywhere no no i mean he's a streamer now he doesn't wrestle yeah he's anymore. yeah yeah you missed that last week he said he's not a wrestler anymore really yeah, he's done wrestling. And and once it's on the internet, it's true. So a lot happened last week, Brian, that you weren't privy to. Man, I mean, never again. Fan. It's a shame I'm going to miss next week now too. I God. mean, I I mean, I feel like you know you could have at least listened to the show to see what you missed, but you know, maybe that maybe that's just me. 
Maybe that's just me. Um, Maybe it is. Real quick, before I get to the news and rumor uh, roundup, um, Alexa Bliss being attacked by The Fiend last week on SmackDown Live. Love it or hate it? Ryan. Matt. Thumbs up. Tim. Um, oddly, my pee-pee wiggled. <laughs> wow. Tim go on the honest route. Okay. Oh, I don't know why. why? Maybe? Um, it was like a fear boner. I don't. Um, it was oddly arousing. Um, it kind of uh, well, presto strangeo. Um, touched a button you didn't know could be touched. He touched a button that uh, I kind of thought that was turned off during these uh, uncertain times. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, honestly. I think it's cool, man. It's different. Yeah. The whole thing was different. The way it felt like a horror movie and Yeah, I mean, you know, and people were like, "Oh, you know, of it. You know, Alexa can I I thought she acted perfectly. If 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 all of a sudden the lights go out wherever I am and the fiend starts walking around me, um I'm I'm probably going to have a similar reaction because I'm going to be pretty freaked what? out. A fear boner? Is that what's gonna happen? Oh no, to you? no, no! The, just oh, the shit, no. oh no! no oh god damn it! How did damn that it. happen? Um, but sit uh, down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so why did I baseball cold showers? Baseball cold showers? Baseball cold showers? Um, but no, I I did. I loved it. I thought that it's such a great way to you know to end the show. It's it's a great way you know and you know I already saw people going. Oh, well, that means she's gonna end up being Sister Abigail. No, no, no! You're totally missing the point. Like this is him She's getting been Sister Abigail, you dopes. <laughs> this is him getting to Braun. This is him getting to Braun. Um, Devin loved it. Um, Jason wanted me to mute somebody. I'm not sure who it. Me. Oh, oh, I wanted to mute me. you. Um, all right, real quick, a couple items on the uh, on the news front. Then we're gonna get out of here. Uh, WWE reportedly may have found a location to host SummerSlam 2020. Uh, per Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, they are looking at Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, Vince McMahon is reportedly sick of holding big events in the uh, Performance Center, um, New Jersey, uh, which is uh, it is an odd choice. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy recently reduced the maximum number of attendees of indoor events from 100 to 25, but up to 500 people can be at an outdoor event, uh, given that social distancing can be observed. Um, recent reports, as we covered last week, suggested WWE plans hosting SummerSlam, uh, in a unconventional location with beaches and even boats, uh, brought into the conversation. Um, obviously Atlantic city, you know, beaches, boardwalks, things like that there. Um, no official announcement, uh, has been yet. I still would love it on a boat. Um, but again, as I said last week, if you get it away from the performance center, the the better i you know a a a a big show with a different backdrop um i'm fine with any any thoughts on that yeah i, I feel like vince watched uh that goddamn leo rush kid <laughs> that we just got rid of wrestle with gcw and have this great epiphany that um, the uh, that they can this? do something on the boardwalk i think um you can do it on the sand in new jersey really long beaches um, if you've never been to a Jersey Shore, I mean, long-ass beaches. They've got, like, roller coasters running down them. They're so long, super long, like a spaghetti noodle almost. Um, 
that that you could do it on the sand. Ocean City used to have the Mountain Dew like skateboard and mm-hmm. Slippy Dew tour right on the sand. They built stuff on it. It gave a really cool backdrop of like the boardwalk behind it. So visually, we could do something really really cool here. You're I feel like if you put it on the boat, people are gonna bitch that AEW did it first. I mean, people are gonna if you put it on a beach, people are gonna bitch that WCW did it first. That's a great point. You know what I mean? Or that GCW just did it. Like, there's no great answer here. But, like, if you do it at the Performance Center, people are going to bitch that you're doing another Big Four show in the Performance Center. So, you know. Put on top of Titan Tower. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, they're just. Last week, I will say it again in front of Cinderella's Castle in Disney World. Do it, Vince. Just do it. That's never been done. That never. has ne- that that has never been done. I do know that. When I think of wrestling, I think of punters and Cinderella. <laughs> Sign me up. Hey, whatever whatever floats your boat, brother. Um, all right. Uh, of course, Matt Cardona, aka Zach Ryder, made his AD- AEW uh, debut last week. In ring debut yesterday, um, and last week it was reported his deal with the company was short term, possibly only for a few months. In an interview with Sports Kita, he clarified um, that he is on a short-term deal, at least at the moment. He said, yes, so there's a couple of appearances, uh, a few appearances right now. Um, but listen, I'm not here for a little vacation. I'm here to win the TNT title, the AEW title, to get all those action figures. I'm here because I want to be here. Um, we'll get there. Just stay tuned. Um, you know, I, 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 it didn't matter to me that he was on a short-term deal. Like, even right now, if companies don't want to – sign guys to long contracts they just want to bring in talent um you know on a week to week or a couple week basis that's fine like you know do what do what you can during this era especially when you know with AEW when you had the open challenges with with indie talent and 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 stuff like that it it I don't think you need to sign Matt Cardona to a five-year deal or something yeah it it, it's fine Exactly. Yeah. You know the, the radio silence, this? dude. Yeah, that guy. I guess. Who the hell is this? Uh, but yeah, I it didn't it didn't bother me that it that it was a a short term deal. Any thoughts on on Cardona? I mean, I thought that the match was fine last night. I think he's jacked. Definitely jacked. Absolutely jacked. Looks looks big compared to a lot of the people in that. And- in, and in it's that weird he's got pyro. Yeah, well, that's the, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's weird. I mean, it's a Cody rub, I guess. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, why, why why wouldn't you do pyro though? You can do pyro. WWE cannot. I would give everybody pyro, right? But but just to stand but, out. But not everybody has it. So why would Matt Cardona have it? He's a big deal. He was the hottest free agent, Jim. Weren't you listening? No, no, I wasn't. Um. <laughs> All right, just a couple more things here. Uh, AEW. What has Zack Ryder done to you? WrestleMania 32. He left WWE. That's what he did to that me. Was, that was the best moment of that WrestleMania, and you know it. Um, I mean. He could hear his music, Jim. It, fuck it. I, he could hear I his still, music I still playing. hate that moment. Uh, AEW, um, TNT's parent company, Warner Media, put out a press release on Monday confirming AEW's Dynamite will be scheduled will be changing in the coming weeks to accommodate the uh, NBA season. Uh, the August 19th episode of Dynamite will be moved to Saturday, August 22nd at 6 p.m. 
Uh, the August 26th and September 16th episodes will both be bumped one day later to August 27th and September 17th. Worth noting, the first moved episode will now run head-to-head with NXT TakeOver 30, which, of course, is on the uh, WWE Network. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this was bound to happen. TNT runs uh, basketball on, on Wednesdays during the playoffs, so it, no surprise this has to happen. Um, I, I, I am... I'm, I mean, I'm fine with it, I, but I'm curious as to what is airing on uh, the August August 20th on TNT that you didn't just move them all to Thursdays, or if the move to Saturday the 22nd was specific. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. NXT got McAfee and they had to do something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah, it's absolutely... It's, it's, it's absolutely... Uh specific if wwe ran great american bash uh during fighter fest aew is going to run something during their pay-per-view i'm i i was wondering why it doesn't look good to be moved to two different nights but it makes it makes sense when you when you compare it to to takeover and it's a free thing and they're going to do something really really big to make sure that you sit and you watch um whatever they're running with whatever wwf uh stars that might be there or nfl stars or mlb stars or <laughs> maybe wing rescue will come out who the hell knows maybe you never know um and then finally this uh this of course yesterday um what was making the rounds xwwe superstar marty Janetti may have oh confessed to murdering someone when he was 13 years old in a bizarre social media uh post and now cops are investigating this is from tmz the former member of the Rockers told a story on Facebook about trying to buy weed from a man who worked at a bowling alley in his in his hometown. Uh, part of the post said, I was 13 working at Victory Lane's bowling alley buying a weed from a, uh, a gay slur that I will not say uh, that worked there. And he put his hands on me. He dragged me around the back of the building. Uh, and you already know what he was going to try to do. That was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. Uh, they should have looked in the, in the Chattahoochee River. Janetti, who's now 60, uh, the alleged incident would have taken place around 1973. Uh, the Columbus P- Police Department in Georgia um, commented. They said, we're going to look into this. Uh, the first step will be seeing if we have any missing persons or unidentified remains uh, cases that match the limited information in the post. The police department does note that there are several current active homicide investigations underway. They'll have to remain the priority. So it's not like all hands are on deck. But... Um, Look, dude, like Janetti um, has had his issues uh, over the over the years. They've been documented. Um, I never really thought that I would wake up to see him potentially confessing to killing a guy at age 13. Like as if 2020, even from just a wrestling standpoint, couldn't get any weirder. Here's Marty Janetti confessing to this potentially on on facebook um pretty crazy it wouldn't at, at the age of 13 wouldn't wouldn't this be considered a self-defense I, I don't know how murder would would come up in this if, if it's the allegations are true and who knows i mean how much time has passed um if, if i don't even know if statutes of limitations even uh, yeah i don't know to, to these types of crimes apply i have no clue but uh i don't, I don't know I don't know if, if it was a defense thing. I don't think Jenny has much to worry about uh, other than he said like 
multiple. It almost indicated him that he's killed multiple people. Right. Um, the first because, time he made somebody disappear. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's that's wild. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Tim, Matt, any thoughts? Um, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my input as well. Um, I mean, good to it, good to know that Marty Jannetty uh, smoked his rockers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nikki Nikki uh, said that he is off his rocker. So. <laughs> So nonchalant about it too. I did that. Oh, that was the first time I made someone disappear. <laughs> right, like and, it feels and, like a line out of like word, just calling out the Chattahoochee River right. immediately made me think of the song. Right, me too. Thank you, thank you for saying that because I had that thought too. But way down yonder on a Chattahoochee, on the Chattahoochee. Party, he had no hoochie coochie. <laughs> well, I don't understand. <laughs> No, he was sniffing the hoochie coochie. I think was that was, wow. oh. he was protecting his hoochie coochie uh, from that guy. Yeah, Jesus. There you go. There's a better lyric. But uh, yeah, it yeah, it was just. I felt like like reading it. It felt like it could be a line from like the the cutting room floor of like the Big Lebowski. That's the first time. You know what I mean? Like it's the first time I made a man disappear. Yeah, or like you know, like one of the one of the guys you know in in the in Shawshank Redemption is just talking in the cell next to Dufresne. Like an attitude era promo. Yeah, like it's just I was I was like, and in, and it was so early in the morning that 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 it popped off. Like it was like I wake up and I'm just going through my morning like scroll through Twitter routine, and I'm like, let's you know let's. Let's see. Oh, what the fuck is this? Okay. Dude, um, imagine if you were that chick he was originally just talking about. <laughs> right? It was, it was pointed at some woman. Like, the, yeah. She like, she next? To get back to her about, like, how she wronged him worse than this guy he killed at the age of 13. Allegedly killed. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. This is allegedly still. He could be. You know what it could be, guys? What's that? This could actually be the first uh, factual sighting of known magic. Maybe he's a wizard and actually made a person disappear. That's That's true. Yeah, that is fair. fair. I didn't think that. No, I didn't. Uh, David Blaine, uh, what's the the uh, the Chris guy? Chris Angel, mind Chris freak. Angel. Yeah, you know what? I let I let my drug addict bias get in the way here. Yeah, he could just be a magician. Maybe, maybe his drug drug use helped him find the soothsaying ways of of dark magic. Maybe he made the people disappear, and then he started doing the cocaine. And now he he can't remember how to bring him back. Cocaine, he does the cocaine to forget. Yeah, like he forgets how to bring him back, and he's just so he's haunted by it. So he does the cocaine to forget. But I mean that. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll try to keep a watch on the uh, the <laughs> the legal uh, life of Marty Janetti um, as uh, as this plays out, but. Um, I got I got nothing else. I don't know if anybody else got nothing else. Otherwise, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Anybody? All right, Matt. Let them uh, let them know where they can follow you. And uh, I know the Sixers are 
are breaking probably going to break your heart here. So, uh, where can people follow you? An annual thing, you know, injuries in the 76ers, um, <laughs> quarantine be damned. They'll stay consistent. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter. It's at three CT, the letter a Philly as in Philadelphia, the number eight. Um, I'll, I'll try to tweet more about the flyers, um, and that big win over the capitals today. I'll, I'll throw a few tweets out about that. Um, the YouTube page, um, we have oh, Gabby Ortiz. I was ready to mute you, but you're going to plug the show. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby Ortiz did a Mad Libs with us. That went up today. Stella Gray did one. That will be up tomorrow. We have some more stuff planned for next week. Uh, Woman of the Week this week is Angela Marie. So check out Three Count Thursday on the Instagram page. Um, otherwise, just stay tuned to YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. You know, we'll, we'll stay as active as we can here. Go Flyers, go Gritty, Capitals lost. Okay, um, don't don't Gritty me, okay? Because you know I love Gritty. I can't, I just, I can't right now. Gritty was very happy today when the Flyers beat the Capitals. I'm sure, um, he, I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was, but I can't, I can't. He's one, two, yeah, so. I can't, gr- I can't, I just can't Gritty right now. Tim, where can the people, where can the people follow you? At not the tool man across all platforms. I close the window. I can't. TikTok. Uh, I don't know what else. Um, If you like more wrestling talk, but you like it a little more retro style, uh, there's another podcast I do called Final Wrestling Place. Me and my best friend Marcus. Um, We talk about uh, the history of wrestling and we put it in either the good place or the bad place. Uh, Last week, we talked about Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam. This week, we're talking Alexa Bliss, and we're determining whether or not she's a girl of the summer. Um, In an unrelated note, happy birthday to uh, the proletariat boar of Moldova. Uh, He has a birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday for his war. Um, And I'm actually going to go see some live wrestling, not this weekend, but next weekend at the Mahoning Drive-In. Oh, I, yeah, I did hear about that show. That's exciting stuff. What, it's a couple of matches and a couple of movies? Three matches and two movies. Friday, they're doing Ready to Rumble and... Oh, God, what's the second movie? You had me at Ready to um, Rumble. Ready to Rumble and No Holds Barred. Saturday is uh, Suburban Commando and an unknown movie. Well, how do you get better than Ready to Rumble? Um wow. That sounds fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, is that the one that's like near Allentown? Yeah, it's like two and a, it's two and a half hours from me, but I'm riding with a guy. Gotcha. Yeah, Ryan. Riding with a guy. That's right. What? Can do you want people to follow you at all? I don't care. You know that. Yeah. It was the hockey or... game though today, Matt. I had to work. Do you know what the final score was? It was three to one. The Flyers won. And, uh, if, so that puts if, the Flyers at what two and zero? Two and zero. Capitals have, have lost both games, I think. Um, oh and two? Is that what? Yeah. Oh and sure. who? Yeah. Oh and who? That's all right. These games, like, um, I mean, they matter, but they don't. I will also say, um, since Ryan doesn't want to plug himself here, um, we are planning to do a watch along on the YouTube very soon of a Boy Meets World episode. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peter and Jake Snake make an appearance, so um, stay tuned for that as well. As it will be fun watch along. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm in on that one for sure. 
Uh, follow. I will now tweet all things Flyers for the next 24 hours. R-Y-N, and then the word Eagle, R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E. Follow me. Uh, everything Flyers from now and 24 hours. I will send one tweet, that means, but I will do it between now and 24 hours from now. Perfect. Uh, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Make sure you're following the show at 3 Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to 3CountThursday.com. Make sure you are subscribed to – what bobblehead is that? Oh, this is uh, Hank Moody from California. Oh, nice. Um, make sure you're subscribed to both the 3 Count Thursday podcast feed as well as the Hot Tag podcast feed uh, where we put our best segments out each and every week. Uh, make sure you go to Home Network and GSCSports.com, buy our merchandise, our Patreon uh, page as well, uh, and much more. It's all right there at the newly designed, redesigned 3CountThursday.com. Until next week, stay safe, stay smart, go for the pin, and you know, wear the mask. It's that easy. Take care, guys. Go Flyers!